It's the second part of our January reset, time we've set aside to clear out some of our ministry and business clutter and make way for the amazing opportunities God has in store for us this year. In episode 94 of Just One Simple Thing, let's talk about some simple principles for organizing digital files. Hey friend, welcome to Just One Simple Thing, the podcast where we find the intersection of practical solutions, biblical truth, and creativity as you lead in ministry and business. In order to make an impact, you have to take action even when you aren't 100% sure what God is up to. If you're tired of trying all the things and ready to do a new thing, this is the place for you. I'm your host, Krista Hutchins, a project manager, coach, wife, mom, encourager, and friend. In each episode, we tackle a specific issue keeping you stuck as you chase after your God dream and give you just one simple thing to help bring clarity to your swirl of creative ideas. Now, let's go solve a problem. In episode 93, we started our January reset with our email inbox. Did you make any progress? I'm happy to report that I'm whittling my work email down bit by bit. In this episode, we'll tackle our digital files. Those little bits of data can turn us into hoarders in a heartbeat. Why delete it when keeping it so easy and we just might need it someday? Now, you might consider this a bit of a stretch, but I just felt led to look at our friend, the Proverbs 31 woman, and imagine how she would handle her electronic files. Silly, right? Maybe not. As leaders of an online thing, Electronic files are our supplies, the building blocks of what we do. For our Old Testament friend, wool and flax were her supplies. Proverbs 31.13 says, She selects wool and flax and works with eager hands. Did you hear that word selects? It doesn't say she gathered all the wool and flax she could get her hands on, piled up the leftover scraps, or kept all the free samples the merchants gave her. She selected what she needed and was eager to use it. What did she use it for? To meet the needs of her family, to help those in need, to maintain her household, to generate an income. We can apply those same principles as we sort through our digital files and figure out what to keep and what to get rid of. Keep files that are related to your purpose, niche, or content. Your audience is your online family. Keep things that will help you meet their needs. Reference materials, good ideas, study helps and tools, resources you create for sharing. Keep files that are helpful to your friends. Hold on to things you want to share with someone else to help them solve a problem. Know someone who struggles with Canva? Save that great tutorial you downloaded. Just remember that these things are meant to be given away, and once you pass it on, delete it if you don't need it yourself. And be sure you're not violating someone's terms of service by passing digital content along to others. Keep files that are useful for your blog or podcast. Your blog or podcast, or maybe your online shop or your YouTube channel, is your household. So save the things you need to keep it in good working order. Documentation, tutorials, graphics, pictures, editorial calendars, etc. Keep things that contribute to your goals. 
Whether your goal is to earn an income or to increase the reach of your message, hang on to files that help you meet these goals. Online course materials, collaborations, surveys, and other data and feedback from your audience. Now, what to delete? Delete files that are outdated. If that Canva tutorial is from 2019, it's pretty much unusable now and there's better stuff available, so delete it. Delete files that are available online. Stock photos contribute to my digital clutter. I download free ones and use them to create graphics, then I hoard the originals. No need to do that if I can still access it on the site where I found it and the copyright restrictions are clear. If I found it once, I can find it again. This also applies to a lot of downloadable products. If it's on a resource page you can access when you need it, delete it. Save the links in your idea capture system so you have easy access to them. Check out episode 53 for more about how to create an effective idea capture system. Delete files that are duplicates. Avoid multiple versions of the same thing stored in different places. You'll lose track of which one is the most current. Can you tell I'm speaking from experience here? Now that we have some guidelines on what to keep and what to get rid of, here are three things you can do to tame your digital files. One, develop an electronic storage plan. As storage space gets bigger and bigger and cheaper and cheaper, it's easy to get things scattered among your hard drive and multiple cloud storage spots. So map out a plan of what you'll store where. If you're going to store everything in the same place, I recommend that you use some kind of backup system. Either store it in the cloud and backup on your hard drive or the other way around. But be sure your important stuff is backed up. If your plan's gonna involve multiple locations, consider the nature of what you're storing when you select where to store it. Do you need to be able to share the files with specific people or with just anyone? Do you need to collaborate with others and have multiple people edit the same documents? Do you need access away from your main computer? Do you have enough space? Free cloud storage is available on several platforms, but it has limits. Even my laptop came with free space on the manufacturer's server. If you're not ready to invest in file storage and want to maximize the use of free space available, save different types of documents in different places. For example, save all your photos to Dropbox, your book manuscript on Google Drive, etc. Avoid using your social media platforms as your main source of storing files, like your Facebook photos. The terms of service allow them to cancel your account for many reasons that are out of your control and you could lose what you have there. Sites that are designed specifically for file storage generally have terms that are intended to protect your data. Number two, clear out your downloads folder. My downloads folder is just as embarrassing as my email inbox. Sure, I can search the folder by file name if I can remember what the file name is. But the real problem is that there's stuff in there I'll never need again, or maybe didn't even need the first time I downloaded it, along with really important stuff for me and my clients. Don't let your downloads folder become like the pile of miscellaneous papers on the corner of your desk. Now that you have an intentional storage plan, spend some time this week deleting what you don't need from your downloads folder and filing the rest. Number three, organize your most unorganized files or the ones that are causing you the most pain when you have to look for something. 
It's probably overwhelming to think about going through all your folders and organizing everything, but organizing the one thing that's causing you the most pain is doable. And keeping it that way is easier than getting it that way in the first place. It'll motivate you to organize other areas as well. Do your downloads first, then pick something else. It's okay if your system develops and changes as you work at it. That feeling when you quickly put your fingers on the exact thing you were looking for is priceless. For your one simple action step, if you haven't done it already, head over to my free Facebook group, Plan and Pray with Do a New Thing, and grab your January Reset Tracker. You'll be able to check off the actions you take all month and look back at what a difference it made. Snap a picture and share it on social media so we can celebrate the progress you're making. I hope you're starting to feel a little bit of relief from all the clutter and seeing a firm foundation for building on this year. If this series is helpful, I'd love for you to leave an honest review on your favorite podcast platform. Before we run off, let's do a little check-in. Here we are near the end of another month. Did it get away from you again with little progress on your goals and plans? Do you need help figuring out where to focus, but you aren't ready to invest in one-on-one coaching? Then I have just the thing for you, the most cost-effective way to get the benefits of expert input on your goals and plans. With a move forward review, you can submit your plans for the month. I'll take a look and make sure your plan is aligned with your goals, that it's doable, and that it's structured in a sequence that makes sense. Then I'll email you my feedback along with resource recommendations for areas where you may be stuck, and perhaps a little tough grace if you need it, just like I give in my one-on-one coaching calls. Y'all, I'm just being honest here. This is the biggest bang for the buck of all my products and services. If you've ever wanted an affordable and time-efficient way to benefit from my project management experience, this is it. You can get all the details at the link in the show notes. And remember, clarity comes from action, and action can be just one simple thing.